Hello and welcome to this episode of the Bruh Association podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Sean. I am Jack. And we have a special guest today, Ethan Marin. <laughs> Let's just tell everyone um, what you do, Ethan. Um, I'm a interviewer on YouTube. Um, I've been doing this for about say like eight months now um i've interviewed such people as uh d cool pharaoh um northwest ghost i am zeos um i got an interview dropping uh tomorrow with uh unknown uh hyper pop and uh kind of like indie um artist mochi uh let's drop in my probably by the time this podcast comes out uh it'll be already out um, I also do um, music commentaries. Um, I started uh, doing that, I'd say, about a year ago. Um, and I've been on the platform for about six years now. And I mainly just do that. I'm also a photographer. Um, I kind of do that on the side. And I've also recently picked up graphic design. In other words, he's very experienced. <laughs> he does Ish. Stuff. Yeah, he does lots of stuff. Yeah, so that that actually kind of transitions into um, one of my first questions. It was, um, what what indie musicians, Ethan, do you think deserve more recognition? Well, I think there's, I mean, I guess it like what kind of like I don't know. There's like multiple genres. I mean, indie just stands just, for like independent. Yeah, just but like just kind of like some of your some of your favorite ones that you've kind of found recently that you think. Um, I mean, recently I've been focusing a lot within like the hyper pop scene i mean definitely um shout out to osquin um she's really talented she's about like 15 um she recently got co-signed by 100 gex and she's really talented um and she's yeah. uh doing really well right now and i really feel like she needs a lot uh she deserves a lot more um exposure um shout out so i guess maybe going in i'm just gonna hop around genres a little bit um going into more of like the trap metal rage course scene i would say um project is a really good one um i've spoken to him a couple times through dms he's a really nice guy i'm really passionate about his fans seven is another one shot to him both project and seven are very close um also Fakudo too i interviewed him along with uh one of projects producers stranded recently um you should go check out that interview um i mean i guess swinging back around to hyper pop i'd say glaive i mean mostly within the collective slow silver 03 um also glaive uh widow uh, a few other people in there i'm still kind of getting familiar with that collective um but also i guess i'll just start i guess um another artist that's just coming to my mind capo He's really talented. I mean, I, I could go on for hours, basically. Oh, Shouting out artists. And uh, that that question was also kind of aimed at um, Sean and Jack. Do you guys have any artists that you've found recently that you that you just really kind of vibe with? Um, well, I mean, they're not a new artist, but I've been listening to a lot of a lot of. Um, I've actually been listening to a lot of Scorpions and Nirvana recently. I've just been kind of in the mood for it, I guess um and is really good yeah a few of my um older favorite bands from a while ago include uh the national um and uh ethan knows uh, ethan knows the national and uh churches as well yeah both very good uh very we actually good. went to a nationals concert together <laughs> yeah we actually were both at a national concert about it was it like a year ago 
That was pretty I'd cool. say, yeah, it was like summer 2019. Yeah. And uh, uh, Jack, you, Jack, do you have anything? Uh, I don't know. For me, music is more of a, uh, I don't focus on one particular artist and just jump all over the place. Not recently. Partially because recently I had to finish a whole bunch of work for an online class. Uh, so, not much coming from um, me. In, in other words, the Red Army Choir and the Ulu Hot Dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. Or back in, back in freshman year when you guys were obsessed with Finnish Polka. Love me some yeah. Polka. I mean, I mean, it's still good, yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I've just recently been getting into, um, like, folk music and, uh, like, folk tronica. And I got tons of, like, folk music compilations yeah. on my channel. And, um, I like, one that I found recently was Laura Marling, and uh, I think she makes some, like if... some pretty good music. Um, I, I particularly like this one album that she did, um, like, in collaboration with another artist. I can't remember the name right now, but it was called Lump. And like the, I, I didn't like really the entire album, but I like this one song called Late to the Flight. It's pretty good. I think uh, you should check it out if you like folk nice. music and kind of like experimental folk. Um, oh, I have yeah. another uh, artist that I like, actually. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of him, but Mellow August is pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know about that guy. Man, I don't, yeah, for, I've never heard sure. of him. For sure. Yeah. Big shout out. He just, he just dropped his first album, Taurus. Yes. Yeah, Ethan, yeah. Should, I am. You should uh, interview him. Yeah, Ethan, you should. Yeah. Mellow August. I wonder who he is. Yeah, should we just get? Should we just do a Mellow August interview? <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, if you didn't catch on, I am Mellow August, and uh, Our very I, own <laughs> I just released uh, my first album called Taurus T O R U S. Um, like a, a couple of days ago, and it's um, it's pretty good. I think you should check it out. But um, yeah, highly recommend. Back, yeah, I I know that um, Ethan mentioned that he had that compilation, or he had some compilations on his channel of like folk music yeah. and, and whatever, and I was just wondering how you felt about the the twenty best Icelandic folk songs being your most popular <laughs> video. Um man, what? um have you? Uh, yeah. Okay, I made so. The, <laughs> Yeah, you got uh, Sean and Jack. Um, if if you're not aware, his uh, 20 best Icelandic folk songs has um, around 106,000 yep. views. Damn! Nice. <laughs> wow. That's um, I I mean I I made it when I was like, oh god, it was, this is like late 2015, early 2016, something like that. So Jeez. god, I was probably like. <sighs> 11 maybe 11 12 something like, or like around that um around that age i was like super obsessed with like european folk music and specifically with the uh country iceland so i basically just like i found this one compilation which is this album uh, i'm not gonna try to i'm not gonna try to um pronounce it um but it's this really <laughs> It's this, um, basically, like, if you search up Icelandic folk music, it's, like, the first thing that comes up. So I was like, you know what? Why don't I make a compilation of my own? So um, I took some, of the, I took some of, like, my favorite tracks from that, and then I went around and basically compiled a whole list of uh, folk music songs that I liked. So then I basically put them together, and then I had no idea that the um, video got that popular, but it ended up getting super popular and it's my most viewed video i kind of wish that 
um some of my more recent content would have more traction i mean it's been it's been like my recent content has been like driving source of like subscribers channel but i still i still wish that it would get a bit more attention than the folk songs but i'm so grateful for it because it helps it does boost um activity on my channel which helps boost me and like the recommended and everything get a bit of clout no i get that <laughs> uh we have our channel and it's like you know it's it's kind of dead we don't upload much but a while ago when we did upload and of course it's just memes and stuff our, our know, also, our lowest oh, also he's yeah. not he's not talking about the bruh association channel he's talking yeah, about yeah, a different, different channel that he uh, uh he co-runs with um with uh doesn't matt matt, matt and gabe no. yeah okay so matt. his yeah. his channel is called the narwhal squad if you want to check it out yeah uh but our one of our videos is just it's just like bass boosted scottish music or something and it has like 200k views or yeah something. and Bro. Hey, that's like, the thing like the stupidest stuff, stuff is the most new. yeah yeah um but yeah um i think another thing that we uh should talk about is each of our um uh musical or instrumental inclinations and stuff you know uh yes yes so i think uh zach you want to start it off okay zach is um, very instrumentally fluid yeah, I, I play a lot of different instruments. The majority of them are string instruments. Um, I play the violin. I play the um, electric and acoustic guitar. I play the ukulele, the mandolin. Um, and transitioning into non-stringed instruments, I play a little bit of kalimba and barely any piano. Um, <laughs> I have fewer instruments i've been known to play the cello and um i've just started learning how to play the guitar um i yeah will mostly be electric um and that's literally it <laughs> yeah yeah for me uh viola for a long time but then also accordion and then of course a little bit of piano and a little bit of guitar i think i have a video of you playing accordion at the bus stop or something like <laughs> oh yeah i did that one time Oh yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I don't really play that much instruments. I'm more of like a consumer. Um, I mean, I mainly I recently picked up a guitar. I played viola for viola slash like violin for like five years. Um, also for a bit of context, all of us uh were at least were an orchestra together. Yeah, um, yeah. That's why we all for play a time the school orchestra. orchestra. Yeah yeah um so we play so i played orchestra <laughs> yeah it was okay. orchestra. yeah it was like a professional orchestra i, pl <laughs> I played <laughs> i played viola i can't speak i played viola in um uh for like five years and then i recently picked up guitar but uh i'm not as good not that good at it i'm yeah. still trying to learn I think out of I think for all of us having just started like picking up the guitar, I think Zach is definitely well. Zach didn't just Zach is the, the best. Zach, yeah, Zach's been playing for a out while. Of all of us. Yeah. I'm, even though I've been playing guitar um, for a while, so it's I'm, not an instrument. I'm still not not great at it. I mean, I like theory, I like music theory. Yeah. Yeah, we know Jack. <laughs> Jack, Jack yeah, actually, <laughs> Jack actually, um, and kind of inspired me to actually because I'm actually taking music theory this year. Um, cause I, cause he took it and he said it was a lot of fun. So 
I decided technology to or AP. I uh, AP. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a pretty fun class, especially because of what? how small it is. Yeah, actually, kind of a question: What's the difference between music technology and music theory AP? Uh, technology is not really a music theory class. It's just like uh electronic like production. production and like how to use GarageBand and stuff. Whereas yeah. like music theory is like actual music oh, theory it, and a yeah. lot of it. Is it literally know, just, just GarageBand or? It's kind of literally just GarageBand. Yeah. <laughs> I got FL Studio, but all I know how to do is like uh, record vocals and like barely mix in it. Yeah, Garage GarageBand is actually what I started on. I um, yeah, I originally started recording songs um from my acoustic guitar on my phone, um on on just like the mobile GarageBand app, and then um, we ended up getting a new um new computer, and um I started like bundled with the computer there was um logic and so i um i started using logic which is just kind of like big boy garage band and yeah. and so um i i started using that and i started looking up like youtube tutorials on how to how to like uh, mess around with it how to like mix in it and um all that kind of stuff and so that's kind of my yeah. experience with like yeah. music vsts and whatever yeah um i got um, Oh, do you want to go ahead? Yeah, um, Zach, do you remember when we used? Uh, was it GarageBand that we used to um, to do the French assignment that one time that I like barely yes, helped out? Yes, yes, it was. Um, do you remember for, that? For context, yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, Sean and I Sorry for our for our French class um, in freshman year, like we um, <laughs> we like made a, a parody of, the, of Country Roads. Um, <laughs> But it Where? was like with French and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was with like I think, French I, think I remember this, but yeah, we had to use like a certain uh, like a. a oh, we gotta talk about Lil Zach. We gotta talk about Lil Zach. Yeah, we had to use like every word in a list of verbs, and it was really obnoxious. But yeah, let's talk about Lil Zach. Let's yeah. talk about Lil Zach. I guess I guess we could talk about that. That is my Zach other made a rap about. No, it was it was, it was a parody of Mo Bamba. <laughs> About, but it was about the about bus the safety bus on the public bus. Yeah. yeah, that was that was also for a yeah, uh, school should, um, project. When you're... Yeah, I when, uh, yeah. Zach, when you're editing in this, you should put a sample of it in there. <laughs> you should put the yeah. intro. Gonna yeah. get claimed because the because the instrumental. Yeah, it's already on like what SoundCloud. It's like if Sheck West cared at all. Well, yeah, know. but like with the content ID system, this video on you like this audio on YouTube gonna get claimed yeah you the really gotta you really just gotta make sure you use like, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Go check music. Out. yeah it's that's just kind of my yeah. uh less just professional put, put artist the video. profile put the video put like the lyrics video you had in the uh in the youtube video but oh, with yeah, like, yeah. royalty free stock music over the sound <laughs> wait zach should we talk about like how like it was actually made uh I, I guess we could. It was, a, it was an English project, so it was a. Do you want to? Do you want to start or? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, what it was is one of our friends. He did a. Uh, uh or well, we all had to do a uh, project for English on like a. Um, it was like an argumentative essay, where we had to argue pretty much just like any point we wanted. And so um, one of our friends chose the, the public bus situation at our school. And um, 
the the whole thing behind that is that um, the public buses that come to our school are always super crowded, and so he wrote an essay that was basically just talking about how we should um, they should like have less crowded buses. <laughs> yeah, and they should improve the system itself. Yeah, at our school, yeah. and so um, we and then after those essays, we had to make a. Um, a video based on like one of our essays and we had to do it in like groups so we chose to do um, the bus topic and we chose to make a music video um, based on uh, Mobusma <laughs> yeah it's or, yeah, sorry it's based, based on uh, Mobamba but then Shekwes. the song is called Mobusma <laughs> yeah the song yeah. is called Mobusma yeah my next question is um, you um like just to kind of shift gears a little bit um ethan you make like interview type uh type like videos on youtube um but yeah and like you also do like current news and whatever what do you like to um like watch on youtube like um it's a it's a lot Um, do you like to watch like similar content or yeah i'd say totally different stuff i i watch i'd say a lot of the same content that I make. Um, I watch a lot of commentary YouTubers. Um, I mean, I, I, I specifically like music commentary. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, progress is a really good one. I like his videos, um, or like, just like kind of music related channels. I mean, I think a basic one, everyone watches Anthony Fantano slash the needle drop. Um, really good album reviewer, uh, Sean C he's really good. Um, and like just a or like Volksgeist, but also I really like, even though I don't really make the content, I've always liked history. Um, I watch a lot of history and kind of just uh, like educational kind of channels like Kirk's, uh, Kirk. How do, how do you pronounce his name? Kirk's I don't, I, I, think I, that's don't, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, yeah I, don't, I, I, I don't know how to his pronounce name it is, either. His name is really hard. Uh, Real Life Lore, Wendover Productions. Um, I think. Alternate History Hub. I've been watching. I've been watching all these guys for like years at this point. Uh, history Hilbert, uh, Armchair Historian, just like people like that. I don't know. I'm really, really into history. Um, history is pretty. That's like cool. some. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's something I don't really like talk about that much. But uh, just like mainly like history and then like music related content and then I guess just like also like film and photography content too. Um, I mean Peter McKinnon, yeah, Chris Peter, Howe, like those are probably Peter McKinnon. I, I also favorites. watch I also watch Peter McKinnon, and I think he's, yeah. he his his style is just really clean, and all of his exactly all of his photography is just really like phenomenal. Yeah, and then I also like watching the editor. Um, I mean, there's two of them, Justin Odisho. He's really uh, he's really good. He's kind of underrated. Um, he wasn't so underrated back in the day, but uh, now, uh, I feel like he's kind of underrated. He has uh, Max Novak. He's also really good. Uh, he like basically breaks down like the um, how like how certain like effects and transitions and certain music videos are made. Uh, YC Imaging or Valandez. Shout out to Valandez. He's actually from uh, Michigan. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of different content. I mean, mainly I'd say like mainly the commentary scene like one i'm most into uh sean and jack do you guys have anything to uh to mention like youtubers that you like to watch or some of your favorites well, i'm always one for you know like og 
uh, gaming channels, but not as much yeah. anymore. I think the only gaming channel that I really watch anymore, if you've heard of him, is uh, Modest Pelican Gaming. <laughs> it's got some funny content on there. Um, so big shout out to him. But also, um, uh, I mean, I watch like sometimes when I'm bored, I'll watch like reaction YouTubers, but not very often. But um, generally right now, I have a lot of stuff to watch on like Netflix and Hulu and stuff. So not 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 too big on YouTube at the moment. But yeah, I um, mm-hmm. I tend to watch like a huge like variety of content. I mean, some of my favorite creators are like um, Moist Critical. He does. Oh, yeah. oh hell yeah. He does. Um, Man's a legend. Really, really great Our videos. It's kind of like um, he he kind of does some commentary, I guess. Like on um, like he's been doing a bunch of like videos on Karens recently, which are have been pretty funny. Um, and he also does some like gaming content. Uh, I don't know if you guys know the Do. He's kind of like part of like the McNasty. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's another the, music too. YouTube really. Like. And also, Who's Chaos? Him too. He's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, oh, I should shout some uh, guitar YouTubers. Like um, uh, Icha, I think his name is Ichika Nito. Ichika Nito. Ichika Nito. He's great. Um, He's... Tim Henson. Um, Tim Henson's really good. His song. He made this like 50 second song called Blood Moon, and it's just like really good. Um, I'm trying to remember the other dude. What was his name? He's like, he's like. Um, I literally, I literally went over this guy in one of my interviews. Um. Uh. I can't remember his is name. Is it Rob Scallon? No. Um, I'm scrolling through my subscribers, right? Who I'm subscribed to. Oh, man. What was Another, his name? A music YouTuber that I, I really like is uh, Davey504 also. He's the bass guy. Yeah. I thought you only watched um, Pokimane all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of music YouTubers, um, uh, one I watch is named J- or his channel's Jackson Parodi. He plays accordion and piano, but mostly he has like a humongous list of just accordion covers of stuff. Nice. So that's pretty nice. Okay, so here's some of the music channels I like. Um, so uh, one of them I really like is a hundred uh, one hundred eight mics. Um, Al Lucid. I also watch a lot of interviewers. I should have mentioned that, but some of my favorite interviewers, I'd say, uh, Seven Hundred Three Underground. Uh, life happens. Obviously, I got obviously Adam Twenty Two from the No Jumper podcast. Um, also, Six Feet, Cult Classic, Matt Robert from Mascarilla. Um, there's a few others. I, I'm I'm trying to do this off the top of my head. I can't exactly remember, but yeah, there's some people I also watch. Oh, another channel that I like to watch is um, Cinema Sins, as well yes. as, as well as TV. Are they Sins. uploaded? Yeah, they they uploaded um they upload TV sins on Avatar: The Last Airbender like really uh, pretty, pretty usually yeah wow because I I thought they stopped uploading like two years ago maybe that was no, just like uploading a lot dude I mean oh, they wow. upload, I just I think they used to do every Tuesday and Thursday but now I think they just do Tuesday also yeah, I haven't yeah I haven't watched them in a while uh that that topic's a good um a good transition for my next uh question which was um for ethan do you ever find it hard to maintain a steady youtube posting schedule oh hell yeah all the time all the time bro you do not know how long it took me to get to uploading on a weekly basis bro it took me like five years at this point like up until like about i'd say like once i started doing interviews was actually when i started uploading weekly like before that it was like once a month i mean i basically didn't upload for the majority of 2019 
Um, I took tons of breaks. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I get like procrastinate. I get distracted really, really easily. So I, it's not that I don't have ideas. It's like, sometimes I feel like I have too many. Um, and it's just hard to like, it's hard for me to like commit to like a long-term project, which I'm trying to work on kind of like a, uh, kind of, I'm not going to say too much cause I don't want to spoil it, but I'm working on, um, kind of like a, kind of like a more like in-depth analysis of this one, uh, underground music genre. Yeah, I can right um, now. I can actually re relate to that, um, to that like topic of of um, just like having having too many ideas and just not really like wanting to or like getting distracted and not focusing on one but focusing on a lot. Yeah. I like that happens to me mainly with music, um, where I'll, especially I'll, if you have like multiple art forms that you indulge in. Yeah, because like, um, I I really I like music, but I also I. I've dabbled in like photography and film, but, um, yeah. but music is, is the main thing where I'll just, I'll start a project and, um, and then like, cause I've got a really good idea of what I want to do and then I'll stop working on it. And then I'll go back to it like months later and kind of forget my original vision for the project. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like, I've released, I think I forgot to mention this. I've, I've released two songs under the name 19, uh, N I N nine T nine, nine N. And when I said nine, it implies a number. Um, and I, I don't know. I find it, I've, I've written like, say I have one collaborative EP finished and then I'm working on another collaborative EP right now. Um, but it's like, it's really hard to find time. It's not hard to find time. It's just hard to find, it's hard to find motivation. I feel like Wait, we have a bunch on. of time right now. Hold on. If you're talking about your name 19, wouldn't it be like, wouldn't it make more sense if like the, the, there were only like two nines in the name and then like the I was the one. No, 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 no. I each nine replaces the E in the word nineteen. No, but you get it because then that way it actually all add up to nineteen. Just saying. Yeah, I'll I'll put the name on the screen so that people yeah. can, can check it I, out. I, I I prefer it the way it is. <laughs> um it's mainly so the the reason I chose it is um the 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 name nineteen, I guess. So um, I kind of, I kind of, not gonna lie, kind of, not not ripped it, but like kind of got inspired by Juice World's kind of like nine 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 kind of thing. But I, I kind of see it as kind of like a, I don't know, kind of like a yin and yang kind of thing, where it's like how six 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 can be evil, but then nine nine nine, it's kind of like, you know, it can be the, the number nine and six can be either or. And it's kind of like a yin and yang, like you can have evil and you can have, uh. But you also to balance out the evil, you gotta have good. So then, and then also so 19 is like my birthday. Is, uh, so 69 is. Oh uh, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say, or you could. Yeah. Yeah. Not <laughs> not 69 joke here. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's pretty easy to insert a 69 joke, but like on all seriousness, that's kind of like where the where the name comes from. But yeah. Yeah, with uh, mm -hmm. with my artist name Mellow August. Um. Because you're born in August and you're mellow. Yeah. Well, I I gotta I gotta be honest. I literally just got that from like a artist name generator I found on like on Google. <laughs> Post Malone. <laughs> and um I don't know, I just like the sound of it and so I just I used it. I think it sounds pretty good. 
um but yeah so for context um uh, sean zach and i um our orchestra in 2019 went to uh new york to perform in carnegie hall and was it saint john saint george's cathedral i don't know i don't know i don't know the name that's all they need to know big Big church church. (laughs) big church um so and then so while we were in one of our hotel rooms that night i remember um zach you were talking about the name mellow august i think yeah and that was um that that was a while ago i think i want to say that was like uh, yeah that was over a year ago that was spring break of last year yeah yeah so that that kind of just gives you an idea of how long i've been working on some of those songs like i mean of course i haven't been working on them like regularly i've just been on and off working on them but um yeah zach Zach, isn't your birthday a day before mine (laughs) yeah i think so yeah because when like my actual like birthday celebration thing was on the night of the 24th so it ended up actually being on your birthday too yeah yeah but uh i've got um like i've got a couple of other questions but um we're gonna we're gonna kind of just like change gears a little bit um now, let me just say first like i get what you're saying with the, the whole on and off thing like especially okay i do a whole bunch of programming stuff and all those independent projects be it because i want to optimize something on a computer or i just want to do something for fun or anything like that and i find it very hard to stay on track even though we have all this time and i could be working on it like i'm making a mod for a game right now and i could be working on it but alternatively, I could not. And although this is all free time, it's like it's not all spent doing music or programming or whatever other projects you're yeah. doing. Because you're like, oh, I can go play video game or something. Yeah. I I think uh, or like I'll just sit and watch YouTube for hours. I mean, yeah. I learn stuff, but like also like I'm also like not spending time working on like personal projects yeah i um mm-hmm. per- personally like one of the re- one of the reasons i kind of like um suggested the podcast idea to um to like sean and jack and gabe and matt was just um because i over like the quarantine i was um i started listening to a couple of podcasts and i was just like that sounds fun we should probably or we should just try it yeah so oh, speaking uh, of podcasts what podcasts are you guys into right now? Um, I, I, I'm not sure if I've ever. Oh yeah, we've we haven't talked. We haven't talked oh, yeah. about this. For me, I'm just gonna sum it up pretty quickly. Like all the interviewers I mentioned when I said like what YouTubers I watch, they also like that that counts as like a podcast. So like basically those people. I see. Um, I I listen to two mainly. Um, they are the official podcast which is um moist critical and um a couple of his friends and then um i also listen to the goons podcast which has um mcnasty and uh the dew and, and soup uh, and grizzy and soup and grizzy. yeah um so um, those are those are the two podcasts i mainly listen to yeah the uh the podcasts that i listen to there's like mainly two i just started um listening to the oral history of the office um and also, um, Welcome to Night Vale. It's a pretty funny podcast. I'm going to be honest. I haven't listened to a podcast in like half a year. 
Oh, really? what, about, what about this podcast? <laughs> I, okay, yeah, I listened to one of the episodes of this podcast, but I haven't listened to a podcast in a really long time, and I probably should find a podcast to listen to. <laughs> Wait, why would you one, yeah. thing. one out of two current episodes? Also, why yeah. would you listen to the podcast? Like, I, I, I get kind of like going over it for like, like, I mean, I have to because I edit the podcast. Yeah. But like, I, I get going over it like, sometimes for like jack and and sean and whatever just to make sure i didn't make any mistakes but um yeah i i don't see why sometimes anyone it's like just a f- sometimes yeah. it like i'll watch my interviews because it's just fun to watch your stuff you know yeah i listened through um both episodes so far just to make sure everything was uh was was neat and stuff I, you know yeah i i guess it's it, this one i remember i, I guess i I'm just probably won't want to listen to it because i edit all of them yeah so, uh, true well that kind of... yeah so i yeah. mean i already well, kind of listened through the entire oh, thing again yeah well, usually with me oh <laughs> sorry go ahead Ethan. uh usually with me like obviously i have to watch my entire i have to watch the entire interview after i record it to edit it but sometimes like if i'm bored i'll just go and like maybe listen to like five minutes of the interview and kind of just like skip through like the, the funny parts just to like i don't know have a laugh or something yeah, it's kind of like i don't know it's, it's it's like kind of fun sometimes i don't know it's like the one thing that um of like the art that i do that i'm actually like semi-proud of and yeah that's mm-hmm. cool I, I i definitely understand that like i i listen to my own music a lot personally yeah but um also with that uh i would like to listen to the funny parts of the podcast except i'm not gonna say which part but a certain part was cut from the first podcast <laughs> and I kind of wanted to listen to it, but oh. <laughs> it's not there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, it was. Ethan wasn't there for that. The first, yeah. the first podcast was um, part it of was it was a bit of a mess. Yeah, part of it was a bit of a mess. Yeah, yeah, but in reality, that was actually our like most formatted episode yet. So. Yeah, that was our that was our most like formal episode probably. The episode after that really, I think, flowed really well because yeah, it, really it wasn't as structured. It seemed a lot more like actual, actually like represent representative. Yeah, how our mm-hmm. works. And I think well, our this group has anarchy. Our podcast should have just as much. Yeah, I, I feel I like, like it's yeah. good to have like talking, like kind of like topic points, but like, and then just kind of the rest of it's just like. I mean, this is how I format my videos. Like, I'll I'll have like if it's kind of like formal, like kind of informational. I'll like have information, but usually it's just like I'll present the information. And then I'll just give my opinion on it, and it kind of is like, like half candid, half formal, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it makes it more interesting. It makes it seem less rigid. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And if, um, but anyway, Zach, what was one of your um, one of your other topics you were going to talk about? Um, I I was gonna jump back to the topic of um of music again, and um, but I I wanted to talk about um. Ethan, I know you're you're like um a way bigger fan of of like rap music than um than uh any of any of uh us on the podcast. Um but I I was just wondering what rap would you recommend to people who don't really like rap such as um like I mean, what kind of what kind of rap are you like like experimental or like it depends on kind of where you're coming from because like I mean, if you're into hard rock, I would say if you're into like rock and me- like specifically metal, I'd say like ragecore slash trap metal. But if, but if you're into like electronic music, I'd say like hyper pop. 
or i don't know i mean it's mainly i recommend if you're coming like completely from like a genre where um like you you've never listened to rap in your life i recommend like kind of starting with a fusion genre i'd recommend i don't know yeah it's pretty complicated i feel like i feel like when you're just being introduced to rap it's probably best to go with a bit like like somewhat more pedestrian type um artists you know kind of start out with yeah like, stuff mm-hmm. before you get into your before you really start realizing like your own uh preferences when it comes to that genre. yeah yeah i mean i recommend just going in just diving head first and just like sifting through stuff i mean that's how i mean that's how like i did it i just went in um when i got into like underground music i just started listening to everything and um i mean sometimes like and I always recommend like going back and listening to stuff from time to time because maybe you won't like it on the first listen, but you come back later and you, you might like it. I mean, for example, like 100 Gex. I mean, that was like one of the first like hyper pop uh, artists I ever listened to. I mean, it's it's two people, it's Laura Less and Dylan Brady. But um, like, for example, like the first listen, I think it was like when Money Machine came out. Um, I, I didn't really like it. Um, I hadn't really listened to electronic music since like, 2016 something like that back when like you know like al walker and people like that were popular um and kind of like the whole like, like dubstep era um so i hadn't been in electronic music since then but then going into um it, it was kind of like it kind of like re-familiarized me with that kind of music but i mean it's it's, it's all to preference i mean i don't know i just say just look up i mean there's plenty of stuff in youtube i, I recommend starting with youtube and then going through like recommendations and then soundcloud and spotify i know have really good algorithms so it takes a little while but slowly the services will figure out what you like and um and but i would and like figure out what artists you like and recommend similar artists but i always say like don't stick with one genre you know like always try to like find new music because like you don't want to get bo- you don't want to listen to just one genre and get bored with it because then yeah you know, yeah. you're like, what do I listen to? Yeah, because for a while, all I really listened to was kind of like indie rock or stuff like that. But then I started going, I mean, I started going into what, like techno and then a little bit of rap. And then, um, I mean, like I said, recently, I'm going to like, um, kind of like rock too, like most recently. So expanding is, um, I think it's definitely like pretty cool because, and, you know, it's like, it's yeah. less, it's less bland than just listening to the same genre yeah. all the time. Uh, last, yeah. last Sean episode. Is rock too. <laughs> yeah last episode we actually um we we kind of we had a little bit of a discussion and um on like music related topics but um we like we found out yeah. that i'm kind of this episode the, definitely more on yeah yeah but it's a little we fa- more in depth we found out that i'm i'm kind of like the one who listens to like the most rap kind of music um like i i personally um I'm kind of selective about what kind of like rap music I like because I I don't like a lot of rap Can you music. You introduced but... me to a lot of good artists. I feel like. Yeah, I um, I actually talked about this on on the last episode. Um, I would give a recommendation um for a rap album for you, uh, Ethan, if you haven't heard it. It's um, called RTJ Four. I um, it's it's Who's by it it's oh, by uh, okay. Run Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels. Um, I would definitely recommend listening to that. It's really, really good. It's like um, it. I, I, I don't know exactly um how to describe it, but it's just 
it's it's very um it's it's actually um the band is a duo of uh of uh lp and uh killer mike and oh uh, and it's they make they make awesome music um oh they, this album they're also doing a, they're also doing a lot of um or they're doing some music for um the game uh, cyberpunk 2077 which I'm, I'm super excited for that game. I'm extremely excited for. Um, do either yeah. of you guys, the... Sean or sorry, is it Sean, all platform? You cut out. Oh, is it all platforms? Do you know? Yeah, it is. Um, it's right, for cool. Xbox One, PS4, PC, all that. And um, I'm personally what about the 3DS. I'm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a super super excited for it. I mean, like they've um. I want to say the first the first ever teaser for the game came out in like um, 2012. I want to say, and so this game's been in development for so long, and they've kept like just prolonging it. Like they they delayed it like twice in the last year alone. Yeah, and I mean, um, you know, you know, you want to do it right. You know? Yeah, you I, I, yeah. I I I understand their decision, but I mean, it's like the same company that made The Witcher three. And I, yeah. I, I actually like I haven't played The Witcher, but I've like I've heard from everyone that it's a great game, and so I, I yeah, trust. Yeah, I gotta get I it. I can vouch for that. It's a very good game, yeah. and the developers who made it are very in depth. That's yeah. why the game is like okay. There's some developers who, when they prolong the game for too long and put it in development for too long, you start and like, dev. okay, this is <laughs> we don't talk about Yandere Dev, but uh, oh my god, yeah. It becomes this huge like slog and waiting for the game, and when it eventually releases, it's like okay, this is you know this is better be the best game in the world, and it's not. But with CD Projekt Red, I think I trust them to make a good game, even if it takes a long time. Yeah, sure. And if you've if you've actually seen like their behind the music video because they released that a while ago, um they have like a bunch of really high profile like artists and a really diverse selection of artists that they have um, working on the soundtrack for the game. And so I think the soundtrack is going to be really good and the game, it just looks really, really nice. Like graphically, it looks like really visually stunning. And so um, yeah, I'm just super excited for it. I would say one game you know I'm really excited. Oh, go ahead. Uh, you know, what game soundtrack or actually kind of both that I like. Well, it's not it's, the second one isn't really a game soundtrack but like the destiny 2 has a really yes in yeah my opinion. Like I, the I orchestral agree. I, that's like my favorite game of all time really good yeah. um yeah and then obviously got to give a shout out to the halo theme because you know the of you course know, all the, halo i mean music the guy who composed the halo theme same guys um one of course soundtrack michael salvatore i believe yeah i also also i i don't know if you guys have seen it but um they they released like an eight minute demo for halo infinite um it became kind of a meme because it wasn't like really graphically stunning but um the soundtrack that they had on it seems very promising even though they don't really have the original composers it sounds like they're really going back to the uh original like soundtrack kind of feel of halo yeah yeah mm-hmm. um what oh jack were you gonna say something uh i was not in particular but i do have something i actually could say uh actually i probably said this before 
uh, Monster Hunter games, their old soundtracks are so good and barely any people know about them because they were like on the 3DS and stuff. Oh, yeah. One game soundtrack that I heard that I'm really excited for is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I only kind of like skimmed through the album a little bit. Um, I, I actually need to go back and like listen to it fully, but um, I feel like it really embodied like Scandinavian. I mean, I'm a I'm like a huge fan of like Norse <laughs> mythology and like specifically like Scandinavian music. So um, I feel like they did a pretty good job with that from so far. Um, I think one actually I gotta give a shout out if you're really into like Celtic music. Um, hey, you true. <laughs> Um, I think the dude's name is Adrian Von Zeigler. I can't, I don't, uh, that's probably not how you pronounce his name, but, uh, he's a really good, uh, Celtic composer. I really like a lot. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I've, I've seen like some stuff on Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I haven't listened to the soundtrack. Um, but I, I personally, um, I, I like the Assassin's Creed games, but it just, I, I don't I don't think I'd get it because it looks it looks very similar to like the other ones, and so I, I, I mean I isn't, just... It just, isn't it kind of just like a knockoff from it's like it's like it looks similar to the other ones and it's a knockoff of the most recent God of War game. Uh yeah, I, I guess kind of yeah. I don't know. I haven't I haven't looked into much to it. I just found out about it a few weeks ago, so I haven't like looked in too deep to it. Yeah, Not like a gaming nerd. Oh yeah, we we talked about um, we talked about. Oh, also, uh, Doom Eternal. <laughs> yeah, Doom Eternal's got a great soundtrack. Uh, Shout out Doom. I've not played is Doom it, Eternal yet. Is it uh, Mick Gordon who does the soundtrack? I want to. I'll look it up. I want to say that's right, but um, yeah, it is Mick Gordon. Um, okay. But yeah, that that is also a really good game with um a really awesome soundtrack. Um, but, uh, I know last episode we kind of talked about, about like our, our favorite games and whatever, but, um, I have, I have like a, a little bit of a, a different question on that is like, what's, what's your guys's, uh, favorite like video game franchise? Hmm. Well, here's the thing is that I've played sequels to almost every game I've, I like, like I liked the Pokemon franchise. I never played the original games. I like the Call of Duty franchise, but I've only ever played two of their games. I like the Destiny Two, or I, I like Boy. Destiny Two, but I never played Destiny One. And I like Red Dead Redemption. I well, never played Red Dead Redemption, the first one. So, I guess those franchises I like, even though I can't really say that I've played all of the games from them, or even just yeah. two games. For me, um, like going with Sean, I mean, mainly my two favorite franchises is kind of basic, but I'd say the COD franchise. I started, um, first COD I played was Call of Duty Ghost. Um, I didn't own it. It was at my friend's house. First Call of Duty I actually owned was um, Call of Duty World War II, but then I ended up getting, because it was free with PS, uh, PS Plus, I got um, a bundle pack with uh, MWR and uh, Infinite Warfare, which... We all don't like Infinite War yeah, Warfare. Infinite, um, Infinite Warfare yeah. was not not the best. Yeah. Um. I got Black Ops Four. I'm gonna be honest. I was kind of disappointed disappointed with it. Um, Isn't it just Black Ops, but like new and also yeah, it's it's it's, it's basically just Black Ops Three, but like 
revamped. It's it's not the it's honestly it's not that good. Um, I mean, obviously, I'd say like the new Modern Warfare slash Warzone's probably been my favorite. Um, out of all the Call of Duties I've played, I don't know. I just like the I just like the mechanics of it. Speaking of um, hop on, bro. <laughs> yeah, gonna do that. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, I know I'm kind of going on a tangent, but I kind of want to swing back around to Destiny. Um, so I played Destiny towards the end. I'd say end of year one. I think it was. Um, I got it bundled with my PS4, so I just kind of hopped on it right away. Uh, this was like 2015. Uh, so I guess it was like year, I guess at that point it was in year two. I'm not sure. Um, I think it was before the dark below came out, but, um, it was like in between like actual, the actual release of the official destiny game. And then the dark below, um, I really liked destiny one. I feel like, um, I can't remember. I'm trying to remember which expansion pack was my favorite. I don't know. Um, but I, I definitely feel like Destiny 2 is an improvement. I liked how there's more like things you could do. Um, one thing I didn't like about uh, Destiny 1 was the book system. Um, it's kind of it's kind of similar, to Sean. It's kind of like similar to Triumphs in a way. Um, oh, I don't. I don't know. It, that it's it's mainly for people who are like completionists, but I'm not necessarily a completionist kind of gamer. I'm more casual. So, but it, yeah, I didn't really like it. Um, but I mean, for other people, they liked it, so I'm not really gonna complain. Yeah, that's the thing with that's the thing with my gameplay style is, I mean, in Destiny Two, I went for like all of the exotics and went for as many triumphs as I could. Um, yeah. In Red Dead Redemption Two, I literally did everything you could possibly do in the open world and everything in the story. Um, yeah. And in, I mean, in Call of Duty, I have what like Damascus, three obsidians, like it's. I think I definitely have more of a completionist mindset when it comes to games. Yeah, like, yeah I'm, but um, I can see the appeal of casual gaming too, you know, just not taking yeah. it too seriously. Yeah, I'm kind Mainly of... Mainly for me, casual... Oh, Zach, go ahead. I'm kind of a big offender on, like, buying games when they're on sale because it's a super good deal, but then I, like, I don't finish them, and then I just go yeah. back... I go back to them, because, like, I have a ton of yeah. games, but I just... I mean, like, I'm slowly grinding through uh, Dark Souls 2 right now. Yeah, I'm going through 3 right now. Yeah. I bought it like 4 years ago and I'm still like working on it. Oh, I, 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 play, it, I play it like once every 2 months. Probably going to want to wrap it up soon, by the way. Uh, Anyone take a stab at what my favorite franchise is? Yeah. yeah. Let me Jack, guess. You haven't, you haven't really said a lot. Let me guess. Not Monster Hunter. It's I have thousands of hours on every monster, and not every. I have thousands of hours on the series, and I will stand by it until the day I die. <laughs> oh, I forgot another franchise that are the, an, an actual franchise that I've played a lot of games for is Uncharted. Um, I played one, two, and four. Uh, Anything I, about? Wait, no, wait. Uh, never I, mind. <laughs> I've personally like the one the one franchise that I that I really like is um, Halo as you guys might know from like the past podcasts but um yeah and, and i've also played it with you before i actually hadn't played um like the uh like halos one and two and odst um like i i, I hadn't played them but uh i've been slowly like playing them since i got the uh, master chief collection 
Um, and so I, I mean, I mainly played Halo three, like a lot, um, because it was like split screen co-op and I, I have a brother. And so I, I played a lot with him and then some of my friends would come over and we'd play that. Um, but yeah, Halo three is, um, is probably like my favorite game in the franchise, not necessarily because it's the best, but just because it's like the most nostalgic, I guess for me. That makes sense. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, Halo Halo is really good. Yeah, I've um, I've just I've always liked Halo. I've I was never a big um like Call of Duty kind of person. I mean, I I got Modern yeah, I get Warfare, that. but like yeah, I can tell on Warzone. Oh shit! I never. Well, I um yeah. <laughs> Sean Zach must um, now defend himself. Sean uh, played Warzone with me for a while, and I'm, I'm I'm not good at Warzone. I'm yeah, honestly. What, ha- what happened I- that one time? Like you got one shotted, then I like cleared a room of four people right afterwards. Yeah, I kind of just stopped playing because um, there was one game where Sean got like twenty kills or something, and I got like zero, and I felt <laughs> oh, yeah. really bad because I just felt like I was dragging Sean down. Um, so uh, I, I stopped playing the that's game. That's how I feel when I play Warzone. Um, fucking trash at it. So I, like, I, I kind of just stopped playing the game, and in turn, I just got, like, worse. So there's no, <laughs> like, I don't know. I just guess I don't have an incentive in picking it back up again. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm kind of... Go ahead. Oh, yeah, because I caught on. Like, when I started playing the game, I caught on, like, really quickly. Like, um one of my other friends that i was playing it with um i don't think you guys know him but he um like we just randomly hopped into a match and it was what like my fourth match that i had ever played in any call of duty game and he was like bruh are you sure you haven't been playing for like this is your first call of duty game right and like yeah but also i i also just thought multiplayer got a little bit boring after a while yeah i can see that in my opinion because it just like Mm -hmm. i don't know i just I, I play games for fun and so I mean like I've never yeah, that's, I've that's, never yeah, been a big yeah. <laughs> I've never been a big fan of like grinding or getting like all of the achievements in whatever game um but I like as soon as as soon as the game just becomes more of a chore than a like a than a fun experience I just kind of gets frustrating yeah that offends me as yeah. a crossing player <laughs> no but it's, it's enjoyable. Like it's enjoyable well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, the whole point of Animal Crossing is to do like chores. So yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, if you're not, I, like, I, I still don't get the appeal of Animal Crossing. I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare you? No, I'm just kidding. I don't care. I, Speaking of games, I don't get the appeal of uh, CS:GO. I do not get how people can have the amount of hours they do on that game. Yeah, yeah like, it's old as hell, bro. I've never, no, never played yeah, it. Yeah, but it's like a formula. There is a formula. On this map, you must do this thing with this I don't understand how people time. can spend, like, thousands of dollars on skins. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else I don't really like is Siege. I, like, yeah. I Siege is a little better than yeah, well, CSGO, obviously, but at it, the same time, it's a similar... It seems like so there's all of this buildup it's so it's for one thing it's repetitive but there's all of like this buildup and then once you're gone you have to like wait for that entire rest yeah of the time. it's it's really easy to get killed in that game too mm-hmm. and i'm not i'm not very good at it but i mean sometimes i'll yeah, get no. i'll get some good kills or whatever but like yeah i i've never been great at it yeah i I'm think starting. the thing 
yeah. they'll probably go ahead. I think Dude. one thing that really just discouraged me from doing completionist things, it's kind of it's kind of funny, but um, a long time ago, my mom is a, uh, a teacher. That's just for the, the context of this story. Um, I, on my iPad, I was playing uh, one of the Rayman games. Um, I think it was like Rayman Adventures or whatever. It was whatever the mobile one was. And um, what happened is I was like doing each level and I made sure to collect every one of those little, I forget what they're called, every one of the, the collectible things, whatever. Yeah. But um, I did that and I, so I was doing it for every level. And then um, one morning I come in, I, I, I like open up the game and um, the, like all of my progress is gone. And it turns out that my mom had let one of her kids play on my iPad, and they erased all of my progress on the game. And That's so, a rip. So I think that was one of the things that just kind of like <laughs> it, it sounds really it true? sounds petty, but like. I don't no, know. that's that's it's just yeah, that's like, reasonable. I mean, if you yeah. grind out for like hours and then that's just gone, and then that know? little that little kid that little kid ass looking. <laughs> Well, I think he has special needs, yeah, so I don't. I don't really blame him. Yeah. I guess. But okay, um, maybe not. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's back up a little bit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think, think completionism is sometimes okay. Sometimes it's good, but in most games, especially modern games, games like are in just class, in classic games. Sometimes there's a lot less to do, so it's reasonable. But in modern games, like. Let's take an example, okay, an extreme example, but Assassin's Creed. Have you seen a map? I haven't played much, but have you seen a map of those games? Yeah, it's just so like, expansive that there's no way you can do everything. But it's filled with, like, all these individual collectibles in every area and all these things that you have to do. And it makes it feel so much more like it's shorter than, like, a, okay, I'm in 100% you know, the game. The, I've only really played one Assassin's Creed game which was um, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. And um, so I so I got it, and I um, there's this mechanic in that game where you can um, basically, like, take over, like, different boroughs of, um, of London. And um, there are, like, a ton of them to take over. And um, once you take over all of them, nothing really happens. You just kind of get an achievement. But you like become super powerful after you take over all of them, and so I did that, and then I beat the game, and then there are like these missions that you have to do after you beat the game, um, and those missions I just I didn't find them fun anymore because the enemies were just so easy to beat because I was such a high level that it wasn't even I, I don't know there was just no fun like no it. challenge to it yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, like, the only other thing to do in that game is, like, find all the collectibles, which yeah, I, I don't want to do that because they're just, like, yeah, randomly scattered like, all around. There's no way Long campaign it. games. Yeah. Yeah. Long like, campaign that's games why I was like games where it's, like, not a campaign and everything is, like, independent from the campaign, but it's all, like, yeah. very replayable. Yeah. Y yeah, one of my yeah. one of one of my favorite games. That's actually. I feel like this might be a good place to stop for me, actually. If you guys are okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah we fast. can. Uh, we we can close up the podcast. We've gone. We've been going for yeah. like about. Hey, an can hour I now. can I make like one? Can I make one more point? We had a yeah, pretty sure. good. Um. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, I, I 
talk way too much um but um i one game i really liked was uh detroit become human oh um, yeah i watched a playthrough that, of that the the patchwork yeah. games, there's something to be said about those games they're actually like pretty cool yeah i mean one i mean i guess like from being from like michigan um it's like really cool to like kind of it's not completely accurate i have to say there's like there's definitely some parts that like um what's in the future that like it's like it's it's a little like they i don't think they like hit the mark and got it correct but i feel like most of all like it's pretty good um i really liked the story and like how you can like definitely i feel like that first playthrough experience is like it's really good i i think i think it took me about like nine or ten hours i'd say i did it over a course of like a few days but it was just a lot of fun i don't know you like just being able to like control the storyline and like you have to think about everything because like every decision you make you know there's like a there's there, yeah, there's consequences kind of to it yeah but then like mm -hmm. i feel like one of the cool elements is you can go and like you can look at the map and then on the map you can actually look at statistics and see like you know how many people chose that decision you know so then it's like you can compare your decisions with other people's decisions yeah mm -hmm. um <clears throat> Yeah, that that's that's always pretty cool. I know like Telltale games do that a lot too. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like Minecraft Storybook. Yeah. Like Telltale, <laughs> uh, Batman, and did they did Telltale games do the um the Tales from the Borderland uh, game too? Yeah, they did. Um. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. this is probably a good mm -hmm. point to wrap it up. We're we've been going yeah. for about an hour now. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Ethan, if you've got anything you want to shout out or anything, um, Any feel final free. Any final link to your YouTube? Or uh, uh, just yeah, check me out, Ethan Marin, on YouTube, uh, E-T-H-A-N-M-A-R-I-N. Zach could just put, um, the, put the name on the on the screen. You know? Yeah, or like, yeah. I guess, like, links in the description. Yeah, for sure. That could work, too. Yep. Um, Make sure to hit I that do. like and subscribe. <laughs> hit that like and subscribe. Turn on post notifications. Make sure you have the bell on and make sure it's set to all because personalized, you won't get, you won't always get all the notifications. So make sure you have set to all. Also, make sure to donate to our page. Okay, we don't. Make <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, no. <laughs> Last podcast was actually yeah, we made fun are... of sponsors. Yeah. Okay. Like exactly that, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We can wrap so, this up. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Ethan, for, um, for coming on. It's uh, fun having yeah, no you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, very cool. So, uh, bye.